0: Welcome to 10 Mindset for Overcoming Challenging Times, featuring inspiring founders who have built successful product businesses. As entrepreneurs, we all face challenges from working down downturns, financial pressures, and team dynamics that can make us feel like giving up. That's why I created this video series to provide you with inspiration from 10 founders who have faced similar challenges and come out on top.
1: Welcome to Product Income Maker, Product businesses promise the biggest upside to break free from the time for money trap and enjoy the product selling itself and scale effortlessly. Yet on the path to success, entrepreneurs run into product market misfit, financial pressures, team dynamics, and self-doubt. This podcast is about how entrepreneurs overcome these challenges and grow profitable product businesses, how they become product income makers.
0: In this video, you'll meet founders who have overcome near bankruptcy, fierce competition, and changing market trends to build businesses that generate millions of dollars in revenue, some even beyond $1 billion exits. Each founder will share the mindset that helped them overcome their challenges and achieve success. As Ray Hoffman once said, it's going to feel like blood, sweat, and tears, no matter which business idea you're pursuing. And as Nelson Mandela once said, the greatest glory in living lies not in never falling, but in rising every time we fall. So get ready to be inspired by the stories of these amazing entrepreneurs and learn how you too can endure and overcome challenging times with the right mindset. And don't forget to subscribe to our channel for more videos like this. Mindset overcoming challenges number one, featuring Twitch $970 million exit. Michael Siebel nearly went bankrupt with Justin TV before pivoting to Twitch, turning it into a major success with a near $1 billion acquisition by Amazon, which fueled his mindset overcoming challenging times, was relying on an extremely talented software team and having the patience and grit to work for at least two years to solve a problem. We always had extremely talented software team.
2: With any challenge, we could bring better software than anyone else. I think probably the most important lesson I learned around making a great product is that I often give two classic answers. The first answer is when you've run out of ideas or you've run out of passion for what you're working on. I think it's a hard way of thinking about it because it's not very concrete. You should be willing to give a customer and a problem that you care about two years. You should work two years on something before it's working. If you're not willing to work two years on
0: something, you probably shouldn't work on it at all. Mindset: Overcoming challenges. Number two. Meet Elizabeth Gilbert, best-selling author of Eat, Pray, Love and Big Magic. Over 10 million copies sold. Gilbert believes that every pursuit, no matter how exciting, comes with a shit sandwich, a tough and unpleasant experience that one must endure. She emphasizes the importance of asking yourself, what do I love so much that I don't mind eating the shit sandwich that comes along with it?
3: The idea is that every pursuit, no matter how glamorous it may seem, no matter how exciting it feels to you, no matter how much you feel like you were born to do it, comes with a shit sandwich. So the question is not, what do I love? The question is, what do I love so much that I don't mind eating the shit sandwich that comes along with that thing? So for me in my life, writing is the thing that I love. And the shit sandwich was the seven years that I was not getting published and that I was coming home from my job as a diner waitress, as a bartender, as an au pair, as somebody who worked in flea markets, as a cook. And I was coming home tired and smelling like other people's french fries and sitting down and doing my real job, which was to write and then to go to the mailbox the next day and get another rejection letter and then say, do I still want to do this? Because this shit sandwich sucks. (laughs) Am I ready to take Uh, another You know, and I did still want to do it. And now even as somebody who makes their living as a writer, there's no end to the shit sandwiches. It's like, oh, hello, horrible review in prominent newspaper. That's your shit sandwich today, Liz. You still want to do this work? Yeah. Yeah, I still do. Still worth it. Like, hello, awful comment on social media from somebody who thinks you're a pile of (laughs) Shit. <laughs> you know, and just yeah. has like chosen every possible way that they can just cannot get it out of their system fast enough, yep. how much disregard they have for your entire life. Yep, Still want to do this thing? Yeah, I still want to do it. So that's the question, because if the first time you encounter the shit sandwich, you're like, well, this this isn't worth it. Then that's not the thing you're supposed to be doing.
0: Minded overcoming challenges. Number three, meet Patrick Colson, co-founder of Stripe, a company with over $50 billion in revenue. Colson emphasizes the importance of preparing for tough times with your co-founders, not only in case of failure, but also in case of success. He acknowledges that conflicts with co-founders will cause misery and that the key to overcoming these challenges is to communicate more openly. I mean, I think that when um you look at kind of successful companies, right, and you're
2: not calling Stripe yet successful, we have a long way to go. But when you look at the really kind of top tier companies and the trajectories they followed, it's pretty rare, surprisingly so, that the co-founders r- remain together, right? And it's freaking stressful. Like the thing that no one, uh, I wish I had better understood when we started Stripe is like, you know that when you start a company that like if it doesn't go well, if the product doesn't work, if you don't get the traction you want, whatever, <laughs> it's going to suck, right? You're going to have all these problems, you're going to be miserable and you know, it's just going to be a, a tough time. What nobody tells you is that if it works, on the flip side, you're also going to have all these problems, and you're often going to be miserable, and you're going to be putting out fires. And so, actually, you're like guaranteed misery in sort of either path. And so, in that sense, you're also guaranteed to co founder, you know, I don't quite say Strife, but you know, there's going to be significant problems to be solved, and tension, and challenges, and all of the rest. And I think, having had, before we started Stripe, almost 20 years of experience resolving disputes. And in, in hopefully our mechanisms for doing so became a little bit more sophisticated or at least a little bit more verbal over time. But I I genuinely think that was a, a helpful
0: foundation. Minds is overcoming challenges number four, featuring Misfits, making $278 million in revenue. Follow your calling and keep trying. Abhi Ramesh, the founder of Misfits Market, initially failed in his attempt at entrepreneurship. However, he listened to his calling and decided to give it another shot, which ultimately led to building a $1 billion valuation business. Abby's story reminds us of the importance of following our passions and not giving up, even in the face of failure. What was painful for me was being on the
4: investor side of the table. We met management teams of these incredible companies that it scaled from zero to X over the course of three, four, five years. The misery for me was less so I hate my job, it was more so like, my job's fine, I really want that guy's job. Like, that's really what I wanna be doing, and I've tasted enough of it. I tried this in college, I tried this in high school, they didn't quite work, but like, I have the foundation. Now I have a finance background, I understand how to code, I've tried a few things a few times and failed. Like, I think that I need to take a crack at this again.
0: Mites is overcoming challenges, Number five, featuring Jess Lee, former co-founder and CEO of Polyvore, now partner at Sequoia. Her advice for overcoming challenges, take the more challenging path because that's where growth happens.
4: When I look back on my life and I think about all the times I had to make a difficult decision between two paths, I always tried to pick the more challenging path because at least I would learn something and I would grow even if I failed. So I would encourage you to pick the more challenging path that feels kind of once in a lifetime, like you should grab that because oftentimes the other path will still be available to you in the future, right?
0: Mindset Overcoming Challenges, number six, featuring Uber, $8 billion in revenue. Dara Kouroshani, CEO of Uber, has a programmatic approach to stressful situations. Having witnessed his father losing everything and rebuilding his career, he developed a mindset that being stressed about disappointment or failure is not constructive.
1: My family were immigrants. We lost everything when we came to the States. It crushed my dad. He built his whole career. And it's a little twisted, which is, like, I'm super competitive. I work really hard. I love all this, right? But seeing, one, losing everything, and then our rebuilding it, because we were lucky enough to come to the States, losing everything, and always having my family around me, And then losing everything and seeing it crush my dad has created this weird circumstance for me, which is like worrying. It doesn't help. Like getting stressed out. Like there's nothing constructive about getting stressed out. Either you're going to fail or not fail. You're going to make good decision tomorrow, bad decision. Like why the hell stress about it? My wife calls me a robot. I can't give you like constructive advice on that. I'm just able to like, hey, this is really sucks. Okay. What do we do? And I'll do my best. I'm always going to have my family. And that just lets me, I kind of don't need to steal myself. Mindset: overcoming challenges, number seven, featuring Cogix, $5 million
0: in revenue. Failures are stepping stones to success.
2: The other thing to remember, which sometimes in the moment is hard, is that the failures are just a stepping stone along the path to success. And failure can be a one meeting. It could be, as they're talking about, A lot at the moment, the great resignation, you know, people stepping down from your company, sometimes it's got something to do with you. Sometimes it's nothing to do with you. But these little setbacks happen every single day. And you have to just build up this rhino skin and this kind of imperviousness to it. And if you do that, whether you want to call it grit or determination, I think you've got a huge chance of
0: success then the last thing you need to find is a big market triple whale raised over 25 million every failure every mistake is just a connection to the next big thing
1: yeah
4: entrepreneurship has been an amazing journey and to have the context of like life is a journey and that really when you think there's a mistake you made you realize that it's really just a connection to the next big thing and you're
0: constantly like i guess you can say failing if you're failing but you're picking up something like you have a failure right Mindset: overcoming challenges number eight, featuring POCUS, over 23 million raised. A lot of no's lead to yeses. Alexa Grable, co-founder and CEO of POCUS, is reminding us that if you experience a lot of no's and learn from these no's, practicing a growth mindset and thinking through how could you have improved your pitch, value proposition, or sales approach, you'll eventually get the yeses.
3: So there's a lesson I would say that's similar for founders and salespeople that I'm wondering if you relate to as well. That something I needed to learn and keep reminding myself is that a lot of no's will lead to a lot of yeses. So hearing no's, whether it's about a customer deal or anything else, it's you have to have the growth mindset to say, how can I learn from this? Is it something I could have done better? Is it product feedback? Is it positioning? And then using that to inform your lessons going forward until you get that
0: mindset. Overcoming challenges number nine, featuring GreenPal, $30 million in revenue, develop a thick skin. Brian Clayton, founder of GreenPal, learned to develop a thick skin when he started selling lawnmaking service by going door to door. He realized that no matter how good the service was, there would always be people who would not be pleased. He learned to move on and focus on the majority who were happy with his service.
4: Got the door slammed in my face more times than not, but learned a valuable lesson, sales. Learned how to develop thick skin. Learned how to do that the hard way. And that was something that the business taught me that I never would have learned otherwise. You learn early on, there's probably 5 or 10% of people that no matter what, you're not going to please them and you just move on. That's all you can do. And I learned that at a very early age. And looking back 20 years in business, the business has always been the thing causing me to learn lessons that I never would have learned. Getting my
0: first 100 lawn mowing customers. That's how I had to do it. Mindset overcoming challenges number 10 Tribute over 1 million dollar ARR This founder overcame near bankruptcy by taking a job to continue funding his dream product company Andrew Warren co-founder and CEO of Tribute was struggling with sustaining both his family and the declining revenue of his company and faced a difficult decision how to keep the company alive so he took a job to continue funding his product
4: The biggest one was being involved in a company that my co-founder and I loved very much and seeing that company was having a hard time scaling. it's We had a foundational baseline of revenue. we had always been making money, but as we continued to go into years three and four and the company revenue was flat and not really growing, we had a very hard decision to make, which is, do we keep going with this thing or do we sunset it? Because it's not looking like it's going to be able to pay us the type of money that we need to sustain families in New York City. And ultimately what we decided is that like, we love this thing. We still think that there's a lot of potential, there's products to be built. And so we kept going with it, during these challenging years, really as a side hustle. Both my co-founder and I got jobs for two years on the side, him Guru, me as an executive coach. And in that time, what ended up happening is we made the product fundamentally a lot better. And then when COVID came around, we were ready for it. And we were able to take advantage of that opportunity.
0: I love the quote from the book Peaks and Valleys. How you manage your valleys determines how soon you reach your next peak. I hope this video has been helpful to you to be able to manage and endure some of your valleys. We all have them. I'd love to hear from you whether you'd like more videos like this one about the character and mindset of entrepreneurs' journeys. Please comment below. I'd love to hear from you and I'll see you next time.
1: Thank you for listening. For show notes and company KPIs, visit productincomemaker.com. Search through dozens of inspiring product ideas and growth strategies. Visit ProductIncomeMaker.com.